When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, everyone. It's your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, and we have a news coup special this week. That's right. We didn't do a news coup special Friday because not too much was going on, but oh boy, this past week has been chopped full of so many like different stories and articles popping left and right it's crazy it's crazy so we're gonna do our best to dissect each of them but before we do that we have fellow yonko grandmaster hoop in the house grandmaster hoop how are you this friday evening pretty good dr jace uh just finished up uh standardized testing in my classroom so uh, I'm living a carefree these last couple of weeks of school, so uh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, you know, not much has happened last week, but I'd say a good amount has uh, transpired this week worthy for my attention. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for our cast tonight. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. And, you know, it's I think this is the first time since either episode one or two where our episode is just you and i can you believe uh, that um yeah wow it's i didn't been a while it's it been, has a, been while. a while wow the founders here we are i mean we've it's a ever-growing ex- uh operation that we got going on here it's very rare yeah you're right i have right. it has not crossed my mind that it's been shoot we've had a good run with a stable guest almost every week the crew keeps expanding almost every week or if not every week we at least get like some of the crewmates in but uh i guess you know it, there's, there's nothing wrong with us only being us two you know no, no. but it's, like, it's just so surreal it's like wow we really have been growing i like it yeah it's, it's like the, when in one piece if you ever catch luffy and zoro alone without the rest of the crew this is what it's like man that's right <laughs> is that what we are we're luffy and zoro i think that's a fair comparison sure that is that is yeah those are usually the hype moments in the story like oh wow they're by themselves oh mm-hmm. it's about to go down all right but hey let's not waste any more time let's get straight into it so first up what we got grandmaster who for our first news coup story this well week. you dr jace get more excited about this stuff than me <laughs> uh because again i'm not with the games but marvel seems to be with the game so um 
for those who haven't known, I mean, there's all this hype around Spider-Man No Way Home and whether or not Spider-Man No Way Home is truly going to be this like enter the Spider-Verse type of film. So Andrew Garfield, uh, after months of production on this film, the title drop and Alfred Molina coming out and saying stuff, Andrew Garfield has now uh, come to Twitter and he has broke his silence on everything. He has not said anything uh, during this whole entire time. And here he is saying he has not got the call. He's uh, nowhere going to appear in this film. Uh, he says it's not impossible, right? Is that what he said? It's right. not impossible. So, right. He said, so basically he said what you just went over. Um, he was in an interview and uh, I forgot who it was that was interviewing him. And the guy basically asked like straight up like, hey man, are you in Spider-Man No Way Home? in any way and that's when andrew garfield basically told him uh no man i i did not get the call to appear in no way home and um he however he cushioned that with saying that you know it's not it's not impossible for him to show up in no way home because no way home still has some time because we're in may no way home comes out uh december of this year yeah they got some and, time if they want to do some right sir yeah add anybody some some very last minute stuff like oh yeah andrew garfield uh you know we got like a you know a quick scene with you appearing and uh in this one scene at the very end of um no way home here come on and uh sign up for it i i found it kind of interesting that he said that but like what Do, do you think it's like a red herring he's throwing out there he's he's full of crap or what uh I stand by what I've been saying is that if this is truly, you know, a connective film that connects the Raimi trilogy and the amazing duo. Because uh, uh, how do you call it? Um, Jamie Foxx is confirmed to be in it. Right? Jamie Foxx and As Alfred Electra. Molina. Yes, Alfred Jamie Molina, Fox. but at least Jamie Foxx is like, he's from the amazing Spider-Man. Yes, yes, he is. He is. So it begs to stand that Toby and Andrew could appear and... Again, I don't believe him uh, because, again, nothing would be more. There would be no more. I can't think of a more enjoyable movie experience than coming into this film thinking they're not in the film or having no scenes or no reveals that they're in the film. And then you sit down and watch the film and boom, there they are. They they kept this secret for all this months. So him. That's yeah. Him coming out and saying this is just one. I think it's too timely, uh, and then two. I don't believe anything that any of them say because they are trying to <laughs> mess with our brains and mess with our hype. And I'm just going to ignore this. I don't believe him. I stand by that he'll probably be in the film, but I ain't listening to this bull. No. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's kind of interesting when you think about it because you might be right. Because what other response could he have given? If he have ge- if he had gave a response where he's like, "Oh, I don't know, we just have to wait and see," like that pretty much just says yes. Like I am exactly. Right? You know, yeah, they're they're all sworn to secrecy. So, God forbid he comes out. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be in the movie. <laughs> he'll he'll be in the movie and he'll take a giant pay deduction. 
for having spoiled, I'm sure. Right, exactly. Yeah. But then you have someone like uh, Alfred Molina coming out saying, oh, yes, uh, Sam Raimi's Dr. Octopus will take place immediately after where we left him off in the docks in Spider-Man 2. I mean, like, you think that's a red herring, too? They told him to say that. Yes, that's they a red herring. To they told that. him to say They said, hey, 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 fuck with the fans. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they said. They say. Yo, just just throw them for a loop. Say 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 it's picking up right from the river. Yeah, the river. Remember when you drowned the 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 fusion reactor? Yeah, it's picking up right from there. He's like, okay. And so, no, I don't believe any of them, man. Is is bait? It's just bait. It's a bait and switch. That's all it is. You're right. You're right. Honestly, I I, I kind of believed him originally when we added this story into our notes, but now that I talked about it with you, I. I'm, I'm more inclined to believe you know what that's a red herring yeah he's he's pulling a fast one over us doesn't want to give clear answers you have conflicting um actors saying different things honestly we we still have until december i want to see what jamie fox and toby have to say because if they if they give us some more bs answers like uh like if jamie if, if jamie says oh okay like you know in what capacity are you rep- reprising electro and i'm literally the responses we've been getting i'm expecting him to say something like uh oh yeah this is a this is a new interpretation of electro from the ultimate comics <laughs> and uh I, I don't even know what toby can say uh toby, toby, say just anything. Off on them. <laughs> toby, toby hasn't even been like in a like i think toasty said it like last or whenever when the heck was the last time you seen toby mcguire in a movie period you <laughs> great know? gatsby that's about toby, it. Toby, Toby's gonna come out and be like, "Yo, leave me alone! Like, I'm trying to live my life here." <laughs> I Move out my back. the way! There are cars, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you, you seen that video? Uh, I think I just saw a clip, but I didn't know <laughs> um, that. You know, I, 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 okay, I send me that video later, please. I will. Yeah. I will. Okay. It's, uh, for those of you that don't know, it, it's it, it's a very small clip of like toby getting hounded by the paparazzi and uh okay i remember he gets po'd at them he gets so pissed (laughs) like oh man it's funny it's funny stuff but um we'll wait and see what happens with the uh andrew garfield story and hopefully we get some more news on no way home from there but uh i feel like that transitioned us into our pretty similar topic uh disney basically dropped a huge marvel bomb this past week with basically their entire lineup for phase four which is like the next two years then easily yeah it is it's the next two years um i i guess uh we can kind of skim over the ones that we've you know kind of already talked about like black widow black widow's coming july 8th We'll, you know, go see the movie and give you our thoughts when that happens. So we got Black Widow July 8th, and that was actually supposed to come out last year. Oh, my gosh. Um, I can't stand them for this. <laughs> uh, what, what what do we have after that? Shang-Chi, right? Shang-Chi. Have we talked about Shang-Chi? Uh, I feel like we did. I, I remembered mentioning Aquafina. I don't oh, think I remember you talking about Aquafina, too. I think, I think I mentioned it to you, but I don't think we talked about it in an episode yet. Yeah, um, I mean, it looks good in my opinion. And yeah, <laughs> uh, we're getting the Mandarin, yay! Yay, uh, good. Right the wrongs of Iron Man three, but um, I don't know. Uh, it looks like September it looks 3rd. good. 
Do like, not get me wrong. It looks good, but it definitely just looks like a kung fu film with the spice of Marvel, which I like. I like I'm that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that. And then also, listen, man, don't look at Lego sets for upcoming films. Oh, my God. I the think toys I, are still spoiling it? The toys are... I think I was spoiled because they said they had a toy for Shang-Chi. So... I'm not gonna say anything more. People can look that up themselves. Oh. Either way, I think Shang Chi looks good. Uh, I'm down. I'm like, I'm ready for some kung fu. Sure. I'm I'm excited too. Uh, you know, I I my first kung fu uh foray into the Marvel universe was Iron Fist, and we all know how that ended up. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> I was excited for Iron <laughs> Fist, and yeah, <laughs> I wasn't excited anymore. Did you finish Iron Fist? I never, I never even finished season one. I did. I finished both seasons of Iron Fist. Oh. Uh, it was season one was a mess, uh, and season two, season two was better than season. So I've one. heard. Right, but season one had such a low bar. I mean, saying season two was better is like, all right, you met expectations with season two at least. Okay, um, so they they're where they should have been. Exactly. But it doesn't even matter because they got canceled anyway. Exactly. So, so, so Shang Chi looks to rewrite the wrongs of Kung Fu and Marvel. Right. It's it, it's a it's a fresh take. And actually, there was something really cool that I did not know about this. Uh, they seem to be really focused on practical effects in Shang Chi. So they're supposedly uh, minimalizing. Like, uh, you know, CGI for certain scenes. And there was a cool little, um, like, little fight scene in the trailer where it's Shang-Chi and he's fighting the... I know this character has a name, but it's it's the masked ninja. The one with the... Uh, yeah, I had looked it up. Yes, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Right. There's a scene where he's fighting that character. And while he's fighting the person, he juggles a knife like while trying to wrestle the knife away from the ninja and you would think like oh yeah the way they're like you know fighting and then they're juggling this knife like that has to be cg uh, I, I don't know who, what the actor's name is uh who's playing shang chi uh, oh it's, uh, simu liu simu liu i hope i said that right oh. yeah <laughs> well that guy um he took to Twitter and someone asked him like, Hey, is this like real? Are you actually doing this? Is this practical effects? He's like, yes, man, this is practical effects. And it took me, I forgot what was the exact number he said, but it was like a hundred something times, uh, like 180, 160 times to take that one take where it's him fighting the dude and juggling that knife. It, it's a really cool scene when you look at it. Cause I'm like, dude, that easily, if that's really practical effects, I a hundred percent believe that took, at least a hundred different takes before he got it right. So, I just think that's kind of cool. The uh, knowing I think that's that, cool. yeah, there's not too much CG, but uh, for like the hand-to-hand combat. So, I'm, I'm excited for Shang Chi. Same. I'm a fan of practical effects, so I'm I'm on board for that. Give me more. What we got next after Shang Chi? Oh, okay. Um, I you're not that hype, clearly, based on what you. <laughs> wrote right here i'm i'm pretty hyped because i think this film is the most shrouded in mystery that marvel has done for any film the eternals 
Here we are. We were mentioning, I think, before that we have yet to get a trailer for it. I mean, it's not a trailer, but I'll take it for what it See, is. Footage. 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 Yeah, we got some footage of the Eternals. I mean, they haven't shown anything other than the cast, who I'm behind with this cast. You got Angelina Jolie in the lead. You got Game of Thrones alums Richard Madden, who we met. You remember meeting him? Was Rob that Stark? the one? Rob Stark. <laughs> Was that the one where I said, uh, my favorite part is with you and the dragons? <laughs> yes. Which is <laughs> stupid because Rob Stark never met freaking dragons. And you embarrassed me. You embarrassed me in front of him. Oh, my God. This is before I got into Game of Thrones. And <laughs> honestly, I remember the look he had. He was like. He was like dumbfounded. He's like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Oh man, good ties, good ties. I didn't know, I didn't know he was in this movie. Okay. He is. Uh, him and Kit Harrington, aka Jon Snow. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, man, they're both in the film. The cast is quite extensive. Uh, Kum- uh, Kumail Nanjiani, if you ever watch uh, uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, Salma Hayek for uh, you know all the Salma Hayek fans. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, um, Gemma Chan, uh, just a good amount of just ra- not random talent, but a variety of talent here. And uh, so right there, I'm good with the cast and, you know, people can look up more about the cast on their own. But uh, one actor is going to be the first uh, deaf person to play in a major role in a Marvel film. The first deaf person? Oh, deaf, deaf. Deaf, okay. deaf, yes, deaf. Okay. Wow, that's actually really interesting. I wonder yeah. how they're going to pull that off. Huh. Um, don't know. Like, like, it, like, is the character deaf themselves, or? I think the character is deaf, too, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, if the character is not deaf, uh, they must be making them deaf. Right. Which right. is still pretty cool to me. Uh, it's inclusivity. Marvel's really... You know, trying to do different things here, mm-hmm. and I like that. But um, do you you don't know much about the Eternals, do you? Because I'm my knowledge I, is really limited. Mine's yeah, mine is likewise really limited. It, it's literally uh like the Guardians of the Galaxy scenario where, at least for me, before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, you know, in the Marvel universe, I had no idea who any of those characters were. I didn't know yeah. who Star Lord was, Groot, Rocket Raccoon. I, I didn't know any of them. Same. So, same. So that's why I kind of put this in the same light as the Eternals, in the sense that Marvel is kind of taking a stab at introducing some lesser-known heroes uh, into their universe. Well, at least with um, Guardians, when we saw that initial trailer, even though we didn't know who or most people didn't know who any of them were um the hook was the comedy like it was so funny in that first trailer and most marvel movies are you know funny in general but like this one its emphasis on comedy was a little bit more heavy compared to uh previous marvel movies so with the eternals because it's it's in the same light as it's introducing these brand new heroes who I mean, at least for me I don't know anything about them I'm I was waiting for that hook in the teaser and again it might the hook might come in the actual full trailer but 
I I just wasn't hooked, I guess. The cast, as you mentioned, is really top tier. So that part is at least exciting. But in terms of like what I should be getting hyped for with these characters, I guess that's kind of a pro and a con. Like, you know, I don't know the characters, so it could be something entirely new I've never experienced before. Or in the bad way, it's like, uh, I might not like these guys because... I don't know. They're just not interesting. Um, I mean, that, that's 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 fair because yeah, I, I get that. I guess my hype is definitely stemming from the cast, but then just with this, you just don't know what's gonna be what's gonna come from this film. And I like that we're going, we're really going in really blind. I mean, I'm looking up things right now about the Eternals, <laughs> uh, but I still don't really know what to expect at all from this film. And I like that. I like that. There, there is, there is something good coming from that, you know. And, and I think Disney and Marvel, like, they should know that not many people know about these characters. So, I feel like they. I, I think who was it? It was Kevin Feige that even said himself. Uh, he said uh, it, it's taken so long to do the Eternals because he hasn't seen the right script up until the movie that we're getting right now whatever the script is for this movie kevin Feige said he saw it and he said this is what we needed for the for, for, for these characters for this type of movie and i mean kevin Feige has been on the money for the most part i mean uh, they hired he, you know who the director it's chloe Zhao. uh Zhao. it's okay if you don't know her you will she literally just won best director at the academy awards for nomadland she's the she's now the second woman second woman to win best director and the first woman of color so wow and that was uh, the first woman was for the hurt locker right hurt locker uh catherine bigelow yes sir okay okay that is pretty cool wow uh, hey again kevin feige hopped on that before this (laughs) one right Right, so he clearly saw something that she was bringing to the table, and he was like, "You know what? Yeah, bring her on, and uh, this is what we need for these new characters." All right, I'm, I'm, I guess n- not yet with the characters, but at least the behind-the-scenes stuff, like the actors and what you just mentioned with the director, I have pretty good expectations for the movie. I'm just waiting for that hook, but so far the behind-the-scenes stuff sounds good. Yeah, same. So give me a trailer and I'm sure your opinion might change. So, yeah. True, 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 true. But uh, what we got next after Eternals? We got. Let's not beat a dead horse. But yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man, No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, December Doc- 17th. Yeah, December 17th. Uh, Doctor Strange kicking off uh, March. Um, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I think you said it best calling this film kind of i guess we're kind of building to this this is a midway point only because phase right. four is quite extensive just looking at it mm-hmm. but uh this is gonna be like either the peak or just i'm not the, the climax it's gonna be a giant turning point by doc strange which we've already talked about plenty in our wandavision discussions and you know whatever Tune into those if you want to hear more yeah correct um, but big things I'm sure are going to transpire in Doc Strange that are going to have giant uh, repercussions and 
you know, ripple effects throughout the rest of these films. Uh, so. So you think more like a like a civil war scenario? Yeah, yeah, civil war definitely. You know, um, set the stage for Infinity War. You know, they're all apart and whatnot. Right. So I I only I can only imagine Doc Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Just look at that title. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's. They better go all out, man. Like exactly. No Mandarin, like uh, you know, rug pull the rug from under our feet. No uh, uh, what, what was the other? Oh, one? Pietro. Pietro, yes. None of that, please, Marvel. Please do not mess <laughs> this movie up. Uh, Go all yeah. in. Yo, they. All these rug pulls they've been doing must be leading to the ultimate. Hey, we're gonna rug pull you. Psych, we didn't rug pull you. It didn't happen. <laughs> this has to be it. It's either this or No Way Home. One of these is gonna be the we're pulling the rug. Psych, we didn't pull the rug. One of uh, those films. I guess to. we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Goodness. Um, but up next, what we got? Thor. Thor. Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, May 6th. 2022. So, Doctor Strange, we're in 2022, starting from there. So, Doctor Strange, March 25th, 2022. Now we're in May 6th, 2022 for Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, um, Taika Waititi coming back. Good. Uh, Christian good. Bale entering the MCU. Did you know that? I think I heard of it. I, I just never registered. Well, I, you know what? Yeah, I think I remember seeing like some article like a couple months back. Uh, but it was in this movie. This movie. Yeah, they this, this movie. Movie. supposed okay. to be the main villain. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, man. I forgot his name. Something God Killer. He's like, with all, I mean, with a title like God Killer, you know, must be coming for blood. Right, uh, right. But, you know, the big, the big crux of this film you know uh it's uh natalie portman gonna become female thor so right right she's Which, coming back i mean I, i'm fine with natalie portman I, I guess i'm just comparing her to how she was in the first two movies and i just wasn't a, i wasn't sold on her uh for her role in those so i but, but uh what's the name tai wakiti taika 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 watiti yeah um just his involvement alone I feel like I, I actually might like the character this time. Oh, um, I, I totally trust where he's probably going to go. I mean, I don't know where he's going to go. Um, but yeah, I trust him. So, um, also, if you didn't know, Guardians of the Galaxy, or I don't know how big of a role they're going to have in this film. They're in the film. Oh, they are? Like, in the film. Like, oh. Chris, Chris Pat, Chris Pratt. As star billing. Okay, I did not know that. Actually, that's another really good question that I never even thought of. Uh, you know, the first three Thor movies, they all dealt with in some way, like Asgard or some, you know, like uh, some alternate plane. Yeah. That is separate, you know, from Earth and uh, the the galaxy in general. Um, what are we gonna do in this movie, right? Because Asgard's gone, right? Uh, I don't know. I that I feel like that might be interesting. I mean, obviously in Thor Ragnarok we got like um, I forgot where it was the the planet or it, it was a, it was a planet right where Dude. where he met Hulk and everyone. 
No, they're in Norway. Oh, you talking about uh? <laughs> oh, you okay? Oh, you mean um, Sakar, Sakar. Right. That was like a uh, like like a different planet, right? Yeah, different planet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm 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 thinking like that. Like, are they gonna? You know, because like Thor always took place on a different plane, right? So, I don't know. I mean, the rest of As- the Asgardians are in Norway. So, is that a different plane enough for you, Norway? No, that's on Earth. <laughs> that's... Oh, so you want to go outside Earth? Right, because like that's how I always saw the Thor movies. Like they would all, they would always either be like you know Asgard or the planet you just mentioned where he met Hulk and Ragnarok. Uh, and even in Ragnarok, he went back to Asgard again, like, you know, towards the end of the movie. Norway um, not good enough for you? <laughs> I guess because, you know what? Norway is such, Norway is in its own plane of existence away from the rest of the world. Fine, fine. Norway is the is the next plane of existence uh, cool. Thor is going to. Cool, fine, yeah, fine. good. You gotta accept but, it, man. I will accept it. I will accept it. Right. But, um. I am excited for this next movie. Uh, as oh, I'm sure you are July eighth. What do Which, we got? Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Ibombe, Ibombe, Ibombe. Oh man, oh. I what I what an appropriate title. Yes. You know, like yes, I. I think we both we both knew they were not gonna do some basic ass Black Panther two. <laughs> you know, I, I thought they were just gonna do Black Panther. Oh, you thought? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Look at all these other Marvel films. Only like Captain America films. Well, fine. No, think Ar- about the it. Ar- oh, the Iron Man films don't have any names. Right. Uh, what about everything else? Okay, Thor oh, has no. names. Guardians of the Galaxies are just volumes. Which I still consider a name because it's, it's like it's. Unique. Yeah, it's trademark. Yeah, um, Ant Man just what became Ant Man and the Wasp. Right. Um, I, Captain America has films names. No, Point no, is, no. Oh, Spider Man, Spider Man, fine, sure. But exactly, all these movies have names. There was no way they were gonna give Black Panther the the two moniker and just be like, all right, we're done. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, but of all the subtitles they could have used, I love that they went with Wakanda Forever. I feel like there's probably no other title they could have went with. Now that I think about it, it seems no. so obvious now, but it's like, what else could have you named it? You know, Ibombe, Black Panther, Ibombe. They could have said Ibombe, and I would have been probably happy too. Oh man. But no, 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 no. Wakanda Forever, definitely the perfect title definitely the perfect title and and we got some insight into uh uh who, who, what's the director's name coogler ryan ryan coogler? ryan coogler yep right we got some insight into how he's managing the project and from what people have been saying he's been very very respectful on how they're handling uh t'challa aka chadwick boseman um uh his departure from you know the the films and just you know passing on uh so i am really excited about that i'm i'm wondering how they're gonna handle it if they're gonna do something throughout the movie where they acknowledge that the character died or i don't know i don't know how they're gonna do it but i 
just knowing that the title alone is appropriate enough for what is going to go on um i'm excited for this movie i'm really excited yeah i would say with the eternals in this movie these are the most shrouded in mystery because you know eternals you don't know anything about the eternals right black panther chadwick boseman passes away and they have to change up what if they had a if they had a story for black panther 2 you know it's like do it's we changed. do we keep it do what can we keep or do we have to start from square one so we really don't know what they're going to do with this film and with him being respectful to chadwick i i can't imagine they already came out and said they're not cgi in his face right they're not gonna like hologram him in and whatnot they're not gonna recast so yeah you're right i feel they do have to acknowledge his passing and i imagine maybe they have to you know kill off t'challa but in a respectful way but that just leaves so many doors for this film and i have no idea where they're going i stand by shuri will become black panther i hope I we're really not gonna get hope. a Killmonger revival. That get... would be so stupid. Oh, oh, okay. If, if you're asking me, it's stupid. I thought it was dumb too. Like, I was gonna wait to see what your answer was because I was gonna be like, "Well, I don't know, man. I kind of disagree." <laughs> don't but bring that I'm... Killmonger. He closed his story perfectly with that forced line of uh, let me die here because my ancestors knew dying at sea was better than living in bondage you know I feel like that was such a like I feel like they killed off his character just so he can say that line exactly no no you're absolutely right they did just for that line so So he's done well to, to bring him back in my opinion, it's just like screw everything he just said. <laughs> like he was that line that. you heard at the end of Black Panther, the first one, didn't mean a thing. Didn't mean a thing. It, All right. it, it just it just be like you know. It was just badass, him, bro. They bring him back to life, and he's like, "Why'd you why'd you bring me back to life? I wanted to die just like my ancestors. Let's see. <laughs> they knew. They knew. <laughs> and then they're like, sedate him, sedate him, sedate, hold him down." <laughs> Oh so, my god. <laughs> that's what I imagine. You're right. You back. So don't bring him back, please. You're right. Pass the mantle on to Shuri and uh we'll just see what goes from there. I'm excited for the movie. Still Same. shrouded in mystery like the Eternals, but uh we'll wait and see, man. So far it's good news from what we've gotten so far with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. What we got next, November eleventh. Uh- 2022 all right i thought this was a clever title the marvels the marvels did you catch each reference in the title uh i'm going to guess Uh that the first reference is obviously captain marvel correct Uh, carol danvers yeah the second one which we talked about during our wandavision talks is I, I call her Rambo just because that's her last name. I just I, I just like calling her that. But uh, what's her name again? Like, Monica! 
Ver Veronica? Monica, Monica, man. Monica. I call her Rambo, man. I love her name. Monica Rambo, yeah. Monica. As uh, what what was her superhero name? I mean, she, she hasn't gotten it yet, but like, what is it going she, to be? Well, she has a couple. Um, I do I do believe she does become Captain Marvel at one point. Right. Uh, but her, I I imagine they're gonna go with either Spectrum. Spectrum. That was she a has lot. she. Remember in WandaVision, she has the um, the different auras that give right. her different powers. Right. Um. So you know, color spectrum, very clever. Um, but if they don't go with Spectrum, they might go with Photon. Photon, okay. And those are like di like those. Same, same. It's Monica. It's those Monica. Just okay. different names she goes by, I guess. Okay, okay. Various various aliases through her time. So we're getting either Spectrum or Photon. And... I'm actually gonna go with one of those two. Right. So we got her as the second one, and then the third one is Camilla Khan as yeah. it's Miss Marvel, right? Miss Marvel, yeah, Kamala Khan, yep. Right. Uh, for those of you that don't know Camilla Khan, uh, we did get a casting confirmation on who's going to be playing her. I I forgot her name, but she's a rather young actress. Um, um shoot. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember you. her name. Iman yeah. Vellani. What Iman, is it? Iman Vellani. Iman Vellani. So she is confirmed to be Camilla Khan. And for those of you that don't know who Miss Marvel is, because I, I know that was one of the biggest pet peeves of mine when I was first getting introduced to these characters, uh, like years ago. And it was, uh, you know, Cap there's, there's a Captain Marvel and a Miss Marvel. Like, what the hell's the difference? And not to mention uh, uh, you had... Uh... Captain Marvel from DC. Yes, yeah. Now you know he has he has to now be Shazam. He's only Shazam. Shazam. Exactly. Like it was so. It was all these names that were like the exact same thing, but it was referencing different characters. Uh, Miss Marvel from from what I've seen of her interpretations, I don't know if she's portrayed in any different way, but I've from my versions that I've seen, I've always seen. I think she's Arabic right she is uh pakistani specifically pakistani okay pakistani she's american a, yeah she's pakistani american oh she's, and muslim she's muslim and muslim okay so she's usually of that nature and she's usually a young child mm -hmm. and yep. her powers from what i understand it's basically like monkey d luffy from one piece <laughs> uh <laughs> She can stretch her arms and inflate her fists, and it, um, it's you know what? It's, it's more. It's more like if you want to make it an anime reference. I would say it's more like Choji. Oh, uh, uh, partial expansion. Partial you... expansion, or uh, if you've been watching but My can Choji Hero, ex like extend his arms. Um, I mean, it's the fact that she. Can, I mean, yes, Luffy works too. I just feel Choji. <laughs> I get it. Better. I get it. I feel Choji's is a better example. I'm I'm sorry, but fine. We're we're the Yonko table. We're One Piece references. So yeah, Monkey D. Luffy. She gonna come on the scene. She gonna punch someone like Doctor Doom, saying "Gomu Gomuna." Pistara. Oh man, please. Honestly, if I was directing this movie. I would make Camilla such a nerd. I mean, I, I don't know what direction they're going in. I would literally 
uh, ask Toei's permission to <laughs> use that no, line. Oh my god! Make her, well, make, make her like a nerd, like an anime nerd, the, and like you the know, character just... is a nerd. That's the thing. She's it, like even better. She writes fan fiction for Captain Marvel, so oh you know maybe she is reading out here reading a uh, One Piece. <laughs> freaking One Piece, yeah. Oh man. I would love it. I would love it. Oh man, please, Marvel, don't hire me. <laughs> well, hire me, but you know, be wary. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, you you know she's getting her own show too on Netflix. On on Netflix? Oh, not or... Netflix. Sorry, <laughs> Disney Plus. My bad. Disney Plus. I, I I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Um, I believe the show will come out before the Marvels. Um, oh, okay. So her her character will already be established. Her by character will be established. So the movie is just you know bringing them bringing these three yeah. powerhouses together. Okay, that is really cool. I huh. think that, I think that is really cool. Right. Yeah, because you also have a show, Wandavision, that introduced Monica. Exactly. And you have whatever the Miss Marvel show that's going to be that's going to introduce Camilla. Yeah, that's that, that that that's actually really cool. It, it leaves not only does that make the movie a little bit more interesting, that also it, it kind of goes into what was already established with like even Falcon and Winter Soldier. Look at what led up to the ending, and now because of that ending, we're getting Captain America four at some point, uh-huh. right? So mm-hmm. a lot of these shows are kind of building into like their own movies in a way. So I I I I like that. I like that. That, I like that great. a lot too. Yeah, just like yeah, like you said with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and even WandaVision, we're just getting more time with established characters. But I guess it's kind of the reverse, you know. It's like we really liked Monica in WandaVision, and we're like, man, she deserves a movie. She does. Here it is. Here, here and, it is. And if Miss Marvel is anything good, you know, we'll be like, man, we really like Kamala. She deserves a movie. Here it is, bam! Exactly. They exactly. were smart. They're they're smart, man. They know what they're, they're doing. Sm- they are. They are. So we got we got Marvels coming out. Uh, the Marvels coming out uh, November 11th. That's it for 2022. But we are not done with Phase Four. Still, we are going into 2023. February 17th, 2023. We have Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Quantum, no, Quantum Mania. Quantum, Quantum Mania. Mania, yeah, Quantum Mania. Right. Um, not not too much information on on that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm excited. I like the Ant Man movies. I like the 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 inclusion of the Wasp in those movies. Um, I honestly don't really have that much to say about. Like a lot of these movies going forward, they're like because they're so far out. There's not that much information on them, so we can't really discuss what we're expecting or whatever but ant-man 3 basically ant-man 3 coming out 2023 i mean Uh, i I feel well i feel the most you could say about ant-man quantumania uh for fans of lovecraft country have you seen that yet i have not i think we talked about it uh like very briefly on one of the previous episodes yes yes uh jonathan majors uh the lead actor from that show he's playing kang the conqueror and King Conqueror is oh, a big that's Marvel. That's a big villain. That is a big villain. Uh, but you know it makes sense to bring in Kang, because Kang's whole shtick is uh, he's like a lord of time. So you know, with uh, oh, Endgame, okay. Endgame, and actually, I now that we talk about Endgame and the Loki series, 
they're messing a lot with time. And right. with the quantum tunnel being, you know, made by, you know, Hank Pym and whatnot, he's coming for blood, I imagine, because they probably messed up his time stream. And that's usually <laughs> that's usually his story. He, he right. wants revenge because they did something to mess up his timeline. So Right. Yeah. Uh yeah, but other than, you're right. There is not much else known. Uh, I know uh, uh, the actress uh, Evangeline Lilly, uh, Wasp, she just got fitted for her new Wasp costume. But um, yeah. Oh, she's getting that, a new one. I, I mean, a new one. It's probably just like a couple of changes. Oh, oh yeah, like some color schemes and patterns. Yeah, yeah exactly. Around a bit. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I'm excited. Kang is cool. Um, and also, Kang is like, you know, he's a bad villain. He's like crazy bad. And so the fact that he's going up like in Ant-Man, which those films are definitely more comedic, sounds really funny. You know what? I I did not know who even the main villain was coming into this. So I'm actually really excited now to see You're how welcome. this going to handle. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That's my job, man. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Next up, May 5th, 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Uh, James Gunn, again, coming back to direct. After he got fired. He got fired, right? And then they said, oh, you know what? We We made a mistake. We made a mistake. Hired him back. But after he finished his role with... um, Suicide Squad. Uh, suicide, yeah, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Big, big difference. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Take, take my soul, but not the the. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, uh, Guardian. I actually saw this uh earlier today. Um, apparently Dave Batista, uh, who plays Drax the Destroyer, he according to him he said he hasn't seen the script yet or hasn't seen anything too crazy with it but he thinks this is going to be drax's last uh i guess portrayal like like this is drax's last appearance in the mcu because uh i i believe like he wasn't implying like a death or anything but i remember he said back when they finished up guardians 2 there was talks about a Drax and uh, Mantis movie, a solo movie. Oh, really? And, yeah, and I'm like, really? You were gonna do? I mean, I like Drax and Mantis, but enough to to solo them in a movie? Oh, I would never put them in a movie. Give them it's... a little spinoff on Disney Plus, but not a movie. Yeah, I I mean, apparently, according to Dave, he said that that idea was being tossed around a lot back, like, you know, back when Guardians 2 was a thing. And then it slowly kind of phased out to where he doesn't he hasn't heard anything um, uh, past, you know, the, the the whole Mantis and Dave Batista or Dave Batista, Drax spinoff. And beyond Guardians 3, he has not been told anything regarding his character like if they're gonna be in if he's gonna be in cameos any others projects or whatever so that's where he came out and said like i think this might be the last time you see drax whether that means they're just done with the character or if they're gonna kill him off he doesn't know himself but 
that's just him basically thinking out loud, telling us, hey, guys, just letting you know. So. Well, that would be interesting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, do, you have, do you have any other thoughts on Guardians 3? I mean, other than I imagine uh, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder will definitely kind of either set them up to where they're going to go with it. But also, um, did you hear about the Christmas special? I did. I, cause, cause that's a thing. That is actually something that happens. It's not like a spinoff or a joke. It's, it takes place in the MCU. Yeah. So um, I imagine I, that will lead into it, but I uh, heard of it. I'm just, just with the name of the holiday special or the Christmas special, what whatever it's called. I'm just kind of keeping my ear low to the ground, you know, just like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out, but I'm not expecting anything crazy that. Oh, don't. I mean, it's it's like it's weird for sure. Um, if they were to do it with any Marvel characters, I guess the the Guardians would be the characters to do it. They seem probably the best fitting. Right. A Christmas special. Christmas special. I could see them doing it. So. So I imagine maybe that will play straight into it as well. Right. Right. But um, you know, the biggest thing too is um, Gamora from the past. Oh, that's right. That version is gone. Oh, I mean, no, I mean that version the, is the, here. The one that was in love with Star Lord is gone. Correct. Right. So. The ruthless Gamora is the one that we have right now. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I imagine that will be a major story point. So. Right. Hopefully they don't rehash uh, like a lot of the stories. I, I mean, not, not rehash the stories. The love story between Star Lord and Gamora. Like you know what I mean? Like kind of like. Don't retread the same stuff of trying to establish their establish their love for each other. Like yeah, a little bit differently. Maybe not have it happen at all. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know uh, how they're gonna go about that. But that's a good point. Yeah, I don't run. I don't want to necessarily watch. You don't watch a romantic comedy sequel to watch the leads fall in love again. Exactly. You know? Right. Right. So. So. We'll <sighs> wait and see. Yeah. Guardians 3. Mm-hmm. What are we closing off with for Phase 4? Uh, oh, how appropriate. <laughs> phase 4. Oh, what are we closing wow. off with? Wow. Maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe they did. Fantastic they did. 4. Fantastic 4. Does not have a release date. No. Um, Which is odd because Guardians, the movie that precedes this, is May 5th, 2023. But they don't have a date for Fantastic Four. So does that mean we might not even get this movie in 2023? Will we get in the, the next year, 2024? I mean... I would like to say they could... Look at it. May 5th, 2023 is a Guardian. They got all that rest of the year they to do. release something. They do. So if they don't... I mean, I think that's just overdoing it, but whatever. I mean, I would like to see it come out in 2023. Please, you, we don't need to keep extending Phase 4. 
Right, right. I phase mean, four was supposed to have started in, in 2020. <laughs> we should already be in phase four. I mean, oh my God. So with Fantastic Four, the question is, um, you know, is this supposed to be, I guess, our quote unifier of phase four? Um, I know we mentioned Doctor Strange earlier, but usually in every phase from what we've seen so far, we've always had an Avengers movie right correct and at the end of each phase it like basically that entire phase was culminating up to that point and all the heroes team up defeat the bad guy move on to the next phase what exactly is phase four trying to do because i mean just going through the list that that, that we just you know went over um I don't know how some of these outside of you know spider-man and multiverse of madness i don't see how all of these movies can be building up to some big thing you know with fantastic four um i mean i i i don't know what they're gonna do is is this just gonna be the end of phase four and then that's it like no big baddie to transition us into the next phase or is 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 this maybe the big close out because this is fox's like these are fox's characters maybe this is how they're planning it they want this to be the close out like oh we have something really big planned as to why you haven't heard a single damn thing about fantastic four maybe the mutants from uh uh fox's universe um there's just so many directions that that, that they can go in with this what do you think I'm just going to go ahead and assume, I don't want to assume, but closing out on Fantastic Four is like when Phase 2 closed out on Ant-Man. You know, let's give them something lighthearted, uh, but, you know, not lighthearted enough to where it can't, like, you know, but change the game. But would Guardians 3 be that? Well, I, I mean, it could, but they're ending on Fantastic Four. <laughs> It's gonna be lighthearted. All right. Well, I, I, I mean, it may not be lighthearted. It is directed by John Watts, the guy who's helming all the Spider-Man films. He's done a good uh, job so far. He has done a great job, and they those films are relatively lighthearted. Maybe he will switch it up and make this film a little more darker. But uh, I don't know. Do you want to spend a film getting to know? the new Fantastic Four with some game-changing plot thread? Or would you rather have this kind of be just a standalone thing that doesn't necessarily arc into the other films? I guess that's the biggest thing. But also on top of that, will this be an origin story? Or are they going to skip that part? I I feel like they're going to skip that part. Uh, and, And I'm just going based off of history. You know, uh, with uh, Spider-Man, right? How many times do we have to see Uncle Ben bite the big one and a spider, a radioactive spider, bite Peter Parker for him? You get what I mean? We all know Spider-Man's origins at this point. We we all know it. So Fantastic Four, same thing. We already have the OG early 2000 movies with Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four <laughs> Rise of the Silver Surfer. And we got what 2015 the trash. Great, 
your favorite. Shut the hell up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember you walked out of the theater and you said, oh my god, Dr. J's, oh, I hope, I, I cannot wait to see how they're gonna tie into the new mutants and, and uh, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> that movie came out in 2015. Dark Phoenix and New Mutants weren't even a, like a glimmer in Fox's eyes. I did not walk out saying that. I didn't say nothing about that film other than how trash ass it was. Like, <laughs> trash. And again, you pointed this out too. What kind of freaking move, what kind of movie about, you know, Marvel's first family do you have Sue Storm not say a single line to the thing? Oh my god, I remember that. I remember that. That you know what's funny? We I remember we used to see the trailers a lot before going to see that one. Um, there was stuff cut out from the movie that was in the trailers. Yeah, I, there was a lot cut out. Yeah. I, I remember there was a scene with um the thing. He's like getting dropped out of like a helicopter or something, like at night, and he mm-hmm. slams into the ground. Nowhere in the movie. Nowhere yeah, in no. the final version of the movie. Nope. Like, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, literally the tagline for Fantastic Four's whole spiel is, what is it, Marvel's first family? Yeah. Is that what they're yeah. called? So yeah. you're going to have two members of Marvel's first family not say a single word to each other? <laughs> like, yeah, trash. Trash. Terrible. Terrible. Trash. trash. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we don't need another origin story. We don't. Um, do we think they might because this is a Fox property? Do do we think they might try to squeeze in some reference to mutants or the X Men in any way? Maybe like an Easter egg or some. I think a movie before all this is going to lead into the mutants or like mention the mutants. I don't right. think they're going to try to cram the mutants into the Fantastic Four story. Okay. Just focus Fantastic Four, nothing else. Let's just go straight in. Correct. And even with that said, I have no idea where you would even find time to cram the mutants into anything. Uh, but, you know, with that said, I would like for them to at least name drop Reed Richards, the brilliant scientist, you know. Oh, leading up to yeah, uh, leading up to the film, so we can okay. have, so we can have a reason as to why Reed Richards didn't help out anywhere. Along oh the, my god, I, I feel like that's the no. biggest uphill battle they have. Yeah, right? uh, but, the retconning, if they would like to. Right, like, you know, these characters are really big in the Marvel comic universe. Where were they? Unless they were not established already, you know, maybe they didn't have their powers or whatever but if they did where were they <laughs> like, exactly exactly we gotta we they gotta give us something right right so we'll wait and see i guess i mean a lot of this is a lot of we'll wait and see right yeah um that that closes out marvel phase four the one movie i don't i think they covered every movie that we've gotten news about in the past except for blade right yeah no the most we ever got for blade was mahershala coming out putting on that hat right right which i'm that alone i'm excited oh Um, yeah no doubt but uh it was rather odd that 
I think that's the only movie that we don't know any anything else on. Nothing. There's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Like else. we at least got title cards for everything else. We have release dates. But not Blade. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's just so weird. Like, oh, Blade was just the only one left out. <laughs> I I mean, all right. All right. Fine. They must be hard at work. They must be hard at work. They're, they're like, Yo, let's not announce anything yet. Let's not hype up anything. We need to get the script down. We need to get all this stuff done first and make sure we have something solid before we announce uh, you know, a title card or anything. I think, I think someone said it best. I think... Uh, Phase five is going to take the. Uh, if you read the Game of Thrones books, um, I believe it's a Feast of Crows, and uh, not a Storm of Swords. There's two Game of Thrones books that run parallel to each other. I think they're gonna be doing a Phase four and Phase five run parallel to each other. So. Oh, in, okay. In Phase five we won't get any sequels to any of the films in phase four phase five will just be you know blade captain america four um shoot i mean i don't know who else i think that's all we have honestly yeah yeah i don't know what other films oh oh the mutants the the mutants oh okay right right there whatever future property they're gonna be part of if it's straight up x-men or you know whatever you saw the title card. They they have a title card for that. For the X Men. For the it's just it's called the Mutants. Oh wow! I oh no no that's right that's right okay yeah. no I, mm-hmm. I I I I do remember that I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So that's super I, weird. They didn't they didn't throw that in here. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think they're gonna save it for uh, phase five. Phase five, yeah. That's right. That's right. That makes sense. I guess maybe, you know, for all we know, maybe they do have a title card for Blade that's just not part of Phase 4. It's not No, they do have a title card for Blade, man. (laughs) We haven't seen it, though. Where is it? Yes, we have. Look it up. Oh, man. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, we did. We did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. (laughs) That's right. Oh, God. I'm being silly. Okay. All right. It's fine. That's right. I mean, you're right. They haven't talked about it since. So, um, yeah, we're kind of left... Up in, up in, up in there. I am dry. I am dry. But uh, nonetheless, Marvel outdid themselves because again they dropped this thing unannounced, Ain't nobody thought they were gonna. Oh, May third. Oh, what's this? <laughs> Whoa, Marvel's big announcement. Like no one saw this coming. You know. No one did, especially right before May the fourth. I mean. Bold move. I mean, but bold. it's all Disney, so whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they, they all have. It's all coming to the same pocket. <laughs> so Exactly. So it's probably just some uh, studio wars like uh, the boys at Marvel walking down. <laughs> or, or Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm walking to Marvel. Yo, hey, hey, what's up, man? Uh, what's going on? May 4th is tomorrow. Y'all want to drop shit like this? What's your deal, bro? <laughs> oh, man. Some rivalry going on. Exactly. That would be hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that wraps up uh, our Marvel portion of the News Coup special. There's still a bit more we we want to go over with you guys because uh, we just went over Andrew Garfield. We went over Marvel Phase 4 timeline. Uh, somewhat on a related note with uh, superheroes, uh, Michael B. Jordan 
again coming out to say that he's downplaying any rumors for Superman uh, casting roles for himself as Superman, right? So there was a lot of rumors going around that uh, uh, Warner Brothers, they wanted a black Superman and supposedly Michael B. Jordan was going to be playing that role. Who doesn't like Michael B. Jordan? Um, and this week michael b jordan came out and said hey guys i am not playing superman in any capacity for live action or whatever and funny enough this is coming at the same time warner brothers there's a report from them saying that they are looking for a black director and a black actor to play superman um i have thoughts on this um <laughs> But I'm sure you do as well, Grandmaster. Who, what, what do you think about all this? Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, you know, saying I'm not playing Superman. Uh, WB looking for this uh, specific ethnic background for for a Superman project. Like, what do you think about all this? Um, how to put this lightly? Uh, I don't, be honest. Be I don't, honest. I don't give a. I don't give a flying. I'm not going to drop the F-bomb. I try not to use the F-bomb on this podcast, but <laughs> I really don't give a, a, a freak. Uh, a fri- I don't give a fuck, man. I don't. <laughs> it all slipped out. It slipped out. What'd you do? I don't care for a black Superman. What do we need a black Superman for? I feel like Why? it's I feel like it's pandering. It's, I, don't, I don't even know if it's pandering. It's like... WB is just like, hey man, we're not doing that great in our departments. Yo, we gotta spice it up. Let's make Superman black. Yeah, black That's... people love that. Black people, black like, Superman, I, black I just, director. I don't know, man. Like, I'm like, you guys have so many options. You could have done a Static Shock movie. Which apparently is rumored or in development. Uh, they're looking at the kid, Caleb McLaughlin from uh, Stranger Things. That we got that this week though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that like this week. Yeah. Right. He's he's reportedly uh, going to be playing Static Shock. Rumors right now. Um, we could have gotten that. We could have gotten uh, John. 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 Yeah. John Stewart's that that's the Green Lantern I know uh the, screw Hal Jordan man John Stewart is my Green Lantern that's the we one We grew up with John Stewart like <laughs> Exactly like and, I, I don't remember when I first learned about Hal Jordan I have no idea It for me it, 100% it was after John Stewart Yeah no for sure for sure after John Stewart You know what I learned about Hal Jordan Do you remember uh, that Duck Dodgers episode Uh I, I remember Duck Dodgers. I remember the show. Duck Dodgers and goes to the laundromat and accidentally gets his laundry mixed up with Hal Jordan's. So he becomes a green light. Oh, I think I kind of remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was actually really funny. But either way, we grew up with that. I mean, well, yeah, we grew up with Jon Stewart. But there's just so many other black. I mean, if if the if the if the crux of this decision was let's cater to our black audience there's so many other black heroes you know 
and so, so much more you can do. Right? Just, yeah, it's just like, I, uh, what is the point of a black Superman? He's black, great. <laughs> now what? The the director, he's black also. Okay. Great. And? <laughs> All right, so like, Superman's going to experience some uh, textbook racism. Great. Easily, he what is it? He uh, he, he's growing up in Kansas. Oh, perfect. <laughs> like, listen, man. Like to me, it. I I found it pandering just because we've talked about it before. There's been a lot of allegations against people that are higher ups in Warner Brothers. Uh, we have Josh Whedon. You know mm-hmm. him being uh, supposedly extremely racist with. Uh, Ray Fisher in his role as Cyborg yeah. and uh, being uh, being misogynistic towards Gal Gadot. Th- there were some accusations even thrown at, uh, I-, I forget the guy's name, but he's like one of the, I think, CEOs or executives at Warner Brothers. Uh, oh, is that, is that Jeff? Jeff Johns? I think. Is he is is, is he the Asian one? or? Oh, no, he's not Asian. I think, Asian? It, was, I, I think it was both. I think it was both, honestly. Um, I would need to double check and look, but the point is, there's been a lot of racial tension in internally at Warner Brothers. I find this nonsense pandering because I feel like as as an attempt to mitigate some of those racial tensions and like all those stories coming out into articles and stuff and coming to light, they're like, okay, okay, what's the best way to you know remediate this the uh, these issues that we're having in our company? Oh yeah black superman black director for superman perfect that will that will clearly make everyone forget about the nonsense we're doing uh with uh you know our, our actors our behind the scenes cast i mean it's just dumb man <laughs> like i want i want a character you know um that that is not being switched up with their roles just for the sake of like Oh yeah, we could tell a different story like this. You know, like I don't know. Yes, yes. That's just me. I feel like I, whatever whatever idea you want to tell with Superman being uh, black, I feel like you could even tell a better one with that with something like Static Shock. You can tell a better one with Static Shock. Man, I, I I'd say I've been on this rewatching fiasco. And I bet Static Shock came across during your rewatch. You have to watch Static Shock. Yeah, no. Well, I was showing my students Static Shock because they had no idea about Static Shock, you know? Static is not as mainstream as he was in early 2000s, you know? So, uh, yeah, I was showing them Static Shock. And right off the bat, Static Shock really does, uh, you know, it's like appropriately telling a black story within a superhero world and it doesn't feel forced it feels authentic it, it really doesn't does. it doesn't and shout out to uh Dwayne McDuffie uh RIP he actually wrote uh nearly all the um MC I mean DCAU uh series stuff um black 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 writer Dwayne McDuffie he passed in 2011 uh but yeah man um, the stories are there. I mean, there is some alternate story where Superman is black, but he's not like Clark Kent Superman. He's a whole other he's a completely different character. Yeah, and it's just like 
if you really are just trying to tell a story, yeah, you're right. Use the ones we have or just write a story. It doesn't have to be Superman. Like, you can come up with some original concept. Why use Superman? It's weird. It's like you can't trust your own creativity or you don't trust the power of these other characters enough that you know i mean of course this is all about money at the end of the day and it's like they don't trust we can put out a movie called green lantern john stewart to bring in audience we have to call superman though superman that's that brings in seats exactly they're like that's a guarantee for us they don't they don't trust their own creative teams to come up with an original concept to attract the mass audiences people flocked to hancock and hancock was trash too <laughs> you okay. didn't like hancock no <laughs> oh what you you're telling me you didn't like that scene in the prison where he's like if you if you don't move out of my way your head is going up that other man's ass no <laughs> he I shoved didn't. his head up his ass no i didn't like that no oh, hancock, is, hancock is trash but you know hancock they didn't have a black director doing Hancock. Hancock might have done better if it was under the hands of a black director, but Hancock is an original concept, at least. You know? Right. And right. if it's really about bringing in money, well, they got Will Smith to play Hancock, so of course people came. Right. They got that name. They got Will Smith, and that will fill in seats. It's no Superman, but it's Will Smith. Exactly. So Michael B., whether he's a part of the project or not, people will flock to go watch Michael B. Jordan. They love this man. I love him as a talent. I don't really care for his looks. That's not how I roll. But <laughs> Michael B. Jordan ain't a saint. I just watched his uh I just watched his new Amazon Prime movie. Oh god, uh, how was that? Oh, my roommate Jaylene loved it. I don't know if she loved the movie or if she loves Michael B. I think it's mostly Michael B. I thought the movie was trash. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I love Michael B. Jordan as an actor. I love I, I I love the guy too as an actor. <laughs> oh. However, that movie was trash, man. That's some of the wow. worst like uh pacing I've ever seen in a movie. And his acting in the movie was so like not good. I'm just like, dude. You could have been doing way better than this right here. But what? Right. A, what I a... mean, the trailers kind of put me off just because I I always get put off by trailers that try to make a, a singular character seem like an overt badass. And ah. obviously the trailers for, I, I don't even know the name of the movie, but the one with Michael B. Jordan. It, without it, it, remorse. Without <laughs> remorse. They made him a badass. They're like, oh yeah, look how cool this guy is. And uh i'm like all right you just sold me off <laughs> like I'm, I'm not gonna watch it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i mean I'm, you can watch it if you if you're a fan of like the tom clancy video games i like tom clancy and not, like see that's another thing selling off the name michael b jordan sells the name tom clancy also sells the name because you attach tom clancy anything that's gonna fill in well not seats but like you know viewership it's he has a view. fan he has a fan base exactly so I like Tom Clancy. I like Michael B. Jordan. I, I'll, 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 I'll give it a shot. 
I'll give it a shot. I'll let you know what I think about it. Probably okay. on our next episode. Cool, cool. But yeah, man, uh, I'm not here for a black Superman. I don't care. Because at the heart of it, it's still going to be the same story. Planet same blows story. up, comes and lives on Earth. And now just on top of him feeling like an outcast because he's an alien, he's a black alien. Great. <laughs> the immigrant story from Africa. <laughs> Great. Oh, he, he he can shoot lasers out of his eyes. Great. So he can kill the oppressors. Oh, but <laughs> he's still oppressed, though. <laughs> yeah, but he's still oppressed. Correct. Oh, man. Just, I'm not with it, man. I'm, I'm not. done. I'm not either. I don't care what they do. Well, we'll see. We'll see uh, what <laughs> <Yeah>. happens. <laughs> um, what, what we got last on our news coup special we always think these are never going to go that long and then lo and behold we've been talking for over an hour on this uh, we're just um, very opinionated people what can very, we say yeah um help. well you know this is definitely your territory because i right. even know about this um uh-uh. so i mean what how long has it been three years since the finale of the anime of dragon ball super right been three yes actually right on the money uh Dragon Ball Super anime. Well, our next topic is Dragon Ball Super. Dragon um, Ball Super, yep. Yeah. Uh, the anime ended on, I believe it was March of 2018. And okay. I think in March, that same year, we got a teaser to the next Dragon Ball Super movie. Which is which, Broly. Which is Broly, which came out later that same year. So we got Did a it? teaser. What? I thought it came out in 2019, the Broly movie. No, well, the, the English dub. The oh, dub the came out in 2019. Yeah. Okay. Right. So cool. Japan got Broly first in December of 2018. Then the rest of the well, I don't know about the rest of the world, but uh, America, America, got the English dub yes. of Broly in mm-hmm. 2019. I mean, yeah, yeah, January 2019. Um. So basically, the big news is we've been kind of dry on Dragon Ball. Uh, super super content, at least animated wise, because we have the manga that's been going on since then. Uh, but today, shock shock, surprise surprise, uh, there was a leak on the Dragon Ball Super website that's being managed by Toei, who are they're basically the company that, that animates Dragon Ball Super and kind of owns the rights to Super as well, or just Dragon Ball in general. I think Shueisha owns the rights to Dragon Ball, but we're, we're, we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. Um, but their website made a leak that said there's going to be a big announcement on the Dragon Ball Super movie that uh, and, and, and the announcement will be coming on May 9th, 2021, which is like in two days. And May 9th is officially, at least in Japan or unofficially, May 9th, 2021 is Goku Day. And uh, so what what an appropriate way to announce this movie. Um, aside from that, we also got confirmation that it, the movie's going to come out in 2022. And we actually don't really have anything else beyond that. There's only like speculation. But um, I mean, you know, like what will it adapt and... Uh, there's just so many directions they could go in because the last animated feature of anything was super. If you guys are anime fanatics, uh, the last one we got was Broly. That was the last animated feature. 
the Dragon Ball Super manga tells the story beyond Dragon Ball Super Broly, but um, there has been nothing animated since the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. Um, it's uh, and I think we did know there was a movie in the works uh, as early as 2019, I believe. It was like in March or April 2019 that we've known that an another movie was being made, but we didn't know when it was coming out, what it was going to be about. We didn't know anything. We just knew it existed. Um, but yeah, we're going to get news on May 9th, Goku Day. Grandmaster, what do you think about all this mayhem with Dragon Ball Super? One, I didn't even know they, there was a Goku Day, but I guess it stands to make sense that they have a day dedicated to like their most famous uh, character, I feel, has to be Goku. Goku or Pikachu. One of those two. Those are easily the top two. Or Mario. One of those or three. Or Mario. Or Luffy. Top four. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> uh, Luffy. Last one. Bam. All right. Um, yes. So... Um, I mean, I'm fan of Dragon Ball Super. Uh, loved Tournament of Power. Definitely one of the greatest arcs, I think, in all the Dragon Ball franchise. Ooh. Oh, come on, man. It was Ooh. such a great idea. I liked it. I liked it. Was it a but... beautiful idea. Right. Some, some of it was, like, stupid as far as, like, Krillin getting knocked out so quick. <laughs> Tien surviving as long as he did. Uh, actually, Piccolo got knocked out real quick too. A lot of the characters that get tossed to the side in the series, they got tossed to the side again. Yeah, and then you arc. know, and then you know, you got characters like Seventeen who comes back, and Seventeen's just a badass. And out of nowhere! Out, out of nowhere! Out of nowhere! Like, who would have thought Seventeen would come back? First of all. And then on top of that, the man wins the whole thing. Spoiler alert. Oh no, spoiler alert for a three-year a three anime? <laughs> Either way, I, I love Super. I loved where it ended. I know you, me, and Chris uh, went to go to the Broly movie, yeah. which was only playing for like one or three days. So, mm -hmm. the, and I thought the Broly, oh my gosh, the Broly movie was great. I, I loved. loved the Broly movie. Yes, the Broly movie was so good. Um, but, um, yeah, man, I've been waiting for more anime updates to Super, because I know they're done, they finished the Moro arc, and I In the hate, manga, right? Yeah, in the manga, and I, I hate Dragon Ball Z for doing this, the, this, the franchise, but what's the guy's name is Granola, the new guy. Oh. The new it's guy so, in the manga right now. It's, it's so stupid. I can't. <laughs> it's a food pun. It's I a food it. pun. They have to have food puns. I get it. But granola, is that menacing? <laughs> it's granola. I mean, he's even a villain, I guess. He's like a... Oh, he's not a villain? No. I mean, like, he's... He is an antagonist. In, okay. He is a good person, right? But he's kind of being manipulated, kind of like Broly in a way. But oh, okay. yeah, like the, the the Goku and Vegeta are gonna have to fight him. Oh, okay. Um, 
whether or not he's the main villain, I don't know. But uh, that's where I, they're at. I, I, I saw his name and I assumed he was the villain. So if he's not, that's fine. Oh my god, I just read he's a Cerulean. The real from Planet Serial. Oh, I can't stand this French guy. <laughs> oh my god, fine, whatever. Um, either way, I've been waiting for new content, new episodes. Uh, if they, I, I thought the Broly movie would lead into new episodes, but I guess if they're gonna do two movies, that's fine because I guess that's what they did prior, you know, Resurrection F, and then uh, the Battle of the Gods. There was those were two movies before the series came out, so maybe that's what they're doing here too. And uh, you know, one thing I like when they first announced Broly, I mean, no one knew they were working on the Broly movie. Broly movie looked done. Pretty sure it was just about done uh, by the time Super ended. So I imagine if they are about to drop some news about a movie, uh, that movie will be out within the end of the year. MP. Oh no, the, the movie's set for next year. Oh, it's set for next year. Well, I, yes. I imagine they'll be done am animating it for sure. Oh, right, right. Like that part will be done. And I mean, I just hope it leads into the next iteration of the Super Series. So, like, come on, man. DBZ fans are clamoring for more. Like, give it to us. I am, I am hungry for another movie. I mean,. I, I swear going to see Broly uh, in theaters was one of the that was one of the best cinematic experiences uh, I've had. I mean because like it was like fans. It, the, the theater was, fan, was packed. Pure fandom, yes. Pure fandom. Oh yeah, every seat sold out. Every seat, every single seat sold out, and You're and not, you had like the 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 chanting right during like yeah. key moments like uh, Gogeta, Gogeta. Gogeta. <laughs> I love that. I and, love. Uh, oh my gosh, you could not do that with COVID nowadays. That theater be as packed. Unfortunately, but, uh, no. So yeah, if you weren't there for that, you missed out. You did. You did. So we'll we'll see what the announcement will be. I mean, we're probably gonna update this uh, once the actual you know announcement comes out. If it's any if it's any new information. Right now, we know it is gonna happen. Uh, it, it is going to happen on May 9th, which is Goku Day. Um, what we don't know is, are they just going to, uh, you know, s announce the movie and say, oh, it's happening. Uh, you know, just reminding you, uh, it's coming out 2022. Uh, or are they going to drop a tease as to who the villain might be? Um, and again, I, I feel like a big part of what made Broly so successful, the, the super movie, was it was about Broly. <laughs> and Broly is... It, uh, he, okay, yeah, no, he is. He is the most popular Dragon Ball Z villain of all time. Oh, is it really? Yes, and I back that point up by saying that if you go, if you look back at all the Dragon Ball Z movies, the, the OG ones, right, and you look back at all the video games that that Dragon Ball Z had throughout the years, who is the one character that has had two sequels in the movies and? Even if a game has a very small cast of characters from Dragon Ball Z, what is the one movie character they always throw in there? No matter what. I mean... You already know. I Go guess ahead. Broly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's Broly. It's Broly. Um, like, he is, the, he is the most popular movie villain from Dragon Ball Z. And 
I felt like that was probably both uh, a safe bet and a genius bet to bank the next movie for Dragon Ball on an old character. Like, obviously rewriting it to be... Fit the um, narrative, yeah. Exactly, right. So, the next question is, are they going to try and repeat that formula again? They have an arc in the manga that is not animated yet, so... But at the same time, it's a very long arc that it will be very difficult to adapt into a hour and a half to two hour movie. It's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, or are they going to go the most financial route, which bank, which got them bank last time with Broly? Are they going to adapt an old villain into the series? And the second most popular villain in DBZ movies was cooler Frieza's brother <laughs> do you not like cooler you didn't like cooler no it's not like I don't like cooler it's just that is a trope the he's so cool the sibling or the relative of the villain prior wants revenge for <laughs> their sibling it's been done man it's whack but maybe why not do it as like a revenge because like freeze is alive remember true so. freeze is alive so what has cooler been doing this whole time i don't know i mean <laughs> they kind of did it with broly like if broly's alive what has he been doing this whole time oh he's been stranded on a planet and that's for the last better than 30 years because what was cooler originally doing in the original cooler movie Cooler yeah. wasn't doing anything. <laughs> was he like taking over planets or something or what? From what I remember, I think he was just chilling. He wasn't from what I remember, he was not in charge of like an army like the way Frieza was. Uh yeah. he had his own squad, but that's it. Like there he, he he did not conquer planets or sell them off or whatever like, like the way Frieza did in the original series. Um his his main role his connection to the series was, oh yeah, when my brother uh, Frieza blew up Planet Vegeta, I saw that a Saiyan pod carrying Goku was, you know, managed to escape. But I said, nah, that's my brother's problem. I ain't dealing with that. Worst mistake, right? <laughs> um, but that's basically Cooler's tie into the series as a whole. So, yeah. I'll say this: if they, if you want to bring back Cooler. You need to bring back, I guess, Frieza's race, their race. Because really, you don't know much about their race other than you have Frieza, King Cold, and what? They're just out here conquering planets and everyone's bowing to their power. Other than that, you don't know where they're from. You don't know what planet Frieza's from. Yeah. You don't know anything about Frieza's background. You don't don't know know his race or anything. You don't know his race. You don't know his, you know, if King Cole was a just father or just like this uber manipulative evil father that molded Frieza into what he is now. If you're going to bring back Cooler, you need to bring back that story aspect and you need to expand that. That's the only good I can see out of bringing back a character like Cooler. If not, just give me something original that's canon and works. Listen, man, they did a good job with Broly. They did. He liked Broly. He yeah. loved Broly. Broly works. If if they feel the next move is cooler, 
I'm gay. Uh, you know, I they did it right with one character. I feel like, I feel like they can do it again. But I do see what you're saying. Uh, I, I at the same time I would like a new character, um, or or just adapt what we have already. I don't know how they're gonna adapt a a, a manga uh, arc that lasted I think like a year and a half to two years with a chapter every month, each being like 40 plus pages. So, I don't know. We'll wait and see. I'm super excited. May 9th. Keep your calendars. Mark your calendars for that on Goku Day. Um, Goku and Day. Goku Day. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I would say that wraps up our new school special. Uh, we covered a lot. For yeah, we 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 really did get into a lot today. We just went in on that Marvel. Marvel was a pretty deep dive, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Grandmaster Hoop, any final thoughts? Um, you know, next week tackling the Bad Batch for all the Star Wars fans out there. The Bad Batch. We are we are one episode in. We. <laughs> We didn't know episode two came out. <laughs> I didn't know, dude. I, I didn't know. I knew episode one came out May the fourth, and I'm like, okay, so that's the episode for this week. And then <laughs> today, episode two came out. And I'm like, crap, we can't talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it'd be dumb not. It'd be like, uh, how are we gonna talk about it? And then there's a whole new episode out right now. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So we'll be uh, tackling. Uh, We'll be tackling the Bad Batch uh, next week. So tune in next week for our take on the Bad Batch episodes, the premiere and episode three, up to episode three. Uh, other than that, you know, uh, excited for all the things we talked about, minus uh, Black Superman, don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's always a pleasure with the when these news clues drop. Uh, Dr. Jason, always a pleasure uh, having, you know, the dynamic duo. Uh, carrying the Yonko table for today. I do enjoy these. I do enjoy these. The Luffy and Zoro of the table. Yes, and I'm Zoro. <laughs> Why do you get to be the badass one? <laughs> Fine. Ah, no, you're Luffy. This is, you started this. I was your first Fine. recruit. Bam. Fine. 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 I'll, pa I'll pass that mantle on to you. But, uh, all right, everyone. Thanks. If you managed to survive this long, thanks for listening in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know your thoughts on any of these news articles that came out this week. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side. I'm Dr. Jace Attorney and Grandmaster Hoop signing off. Take care, guys. Later, everybody. <laughs>